0: Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly
1: Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection, the week of February 5th, 2024, and I'm in the studio with Justin Vinning, Ken Timmons, and Jeff Hoggard. Justin, Ken, and Jeff are from American International Forest Products, or AIF. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Hello, yeah, well, that's good to have you guys back. I hope all is well out west these days.
2: Wet, old. <laughs> all
1: right. We'll have to talk about weather a little bit then at some point. But let's just start out with what we usually do, a little bit of a recap. What's been happening in the lumber market over the last couple of weeks?
2: Pretty simple story from our trading floor. Maybe the easiest to be confident in the market that it has been in six months. Market trend across the board, at least in fur products, is pretty smooth. Upward grind. Green better than dry. Doug fur and hemford, fur, but both are strong. To Jeff's point, a second ago, weather has been the major topic in the West over last week. California has been getting hammered with rain. San Diego, El Toro, yeah, great weather there. Lots of snow in the mountains, too, up in the Tahoe area. Then the Pacific Northwest, Mountain West over has been mild enough. That building continues to be strong. Haven't had a huge, huge obstruction weather-wise since that storm in the beginning of January. So smooth sailing, fur products continue to trend up. Across the board, MSR products continue to be tight. Cord stock is very strong. That's not a cheesy trust pun for you fund trust folks. It is stronger than web stock, certainly. Although web stock, I haven't seen that come back in price in the last four weeks.
3: Obviously weather is not a, not off the table quite yet, right? Even though March is right around the corner. Hallelujah. As Ken mentioned, still some. Mysteric rivers flowing through the continental U.S. But on the bright side, with and Denon, there is, it's been much better in the U.S. South. And the sentiment feels like, I know we left off, I guess, on the last podcast, it's hard to feel good about buying lumber when it's not leaving the yard, right? And that was really the case there for a good majority of the country for a couple of weeks. With that said, lumber's been leaving the yard, and it's, felt better to to start buying some lumber, especially at the uh, price levels that we've not talked about, but alluded to the price point being very attractive over the last couple of years and where it's live. So with all that said, what it's feeling like in Yellow Pine, it feels like a a bottom has uh, been slowly getting put in over the past, call it four or five business days. So ending into last week and, and through this week, mills have been able to price up and I would say on the majority of products. I think there's a few outliers that are still languishing, but really that's more pile buildup across spots in certain regions down there. But again, the overall trend is definitely on a firmer tone and the deep discounts that were once there have been alleviated. So feels like as we push through the remainder of February, we're going to be on much more solid footing. And we're starting to see order files push out one to two weeks right now, some up into three weeks in some cases toward the end of February. And as we alluded to really over the last couple of podcasts and the recommendation that we've given was certainly the right one where this is a great time to to start buying some lumber and get ready for a, a good spring. So feels pretty good out there. And I think the rest of February, we're, we're going to see an upward trend in pricing.
1: So tell me a little bit about what other things might be affecting? I know we talked a little bit last week about the closing of a couple of places and curtailments and those kinds of things. Has there been any more word on that? It doesn't seem to have had a huge effect on the market.
3: Well, I think macro stuff, right? You every other month it feels like we're losing more production out of the marketplace, but typically we're losing it out of Western Canada, and so and we're losing it internationally too, right? So we've got. Year over year, I think we're down close to 40% over our European import footage. And so we've got less fiber base coming in, both from Canada and, and from Europe. At the same time, right, we came into this year with a little bit of a buzz, right? From economic news, whether that's mortgage rates being stabilized and with the thought process that those are going to continue to decrease throughout the year of 2024, build their sentiment, feeling really good. Not a lot of inventory in terms of new homes in the market. You've got, you obviously those folks holding on to those sub 3% interest rates. We're leaning on new construction to fill the void. Those things are still in place. 1.4 million housing starts, a healthy number. Footing itself is very good. And I mean, you, you combine all of those things and we're going to have a good solid market. But I the buyer... Strategy that we've seen in place over the past year and a half, two years, hasn't changed in terms of how they're going about inventory management, how they're going about purchasing their lumber. Uh, It's a just-in-time type of uh, mentality. They're going to manage their inventories uh, tight. They want to keep their turns, and uh, when they want to buy wood, they'll come in and buy some wood. Uh, So um, that's the same kind, same similar market. Stretch. We came out of the down, leading into to towards the end of the year, and now we're we had a nice or not a nice, but we've had a five six week kind of downturn, and now we're going to start to probably heading the other direction. Wouldn't me, that last four to six weeks before we hit a stall, right? So it's just I wouldn't expect change right now in terms of how the market's reacting until the fundamentals have changed. And right now, nothing's showing that's going to change. So the normal that you've seen over this past course of the last year and a half, I think, is going to continue.
1: So you mentioned just in time, which we've been talking about that, obviously, for numerous podcasts. But the one thing that could affect that is transportation. And I know there hasn't really been much that's upset that apple cart for a while. I know we talked a little bit the last time about the snow being a potential issue, especially for rail Um, But we're out of Christmas tree season. We're maybe out of the really heavy snowfall season. Is there anything else that you guys could foresee or are aware of affecting transportation right now? Or is that pretty well in the clear, too?
0: Well, outside of the state of California, again, getting deluged with weather and rain and landslides. No, there's uh, once we got through Christmas tree season, at least out west here, it really opened up. We've seen more availability in, in both vans and flatbed trucks. I think rail, they, they continue to raise rates, and they always will. It's just it's just what they're going to do, and we just get to live with it. But I would say trucks, it, again, at least out west, I'll let Justin speak to the south, and has definitely opened up. So they, we've been able to take something where any wood that was on the ground might be able to ship within 10 days. Now anything that is on the ground – we're able to get out, I'd say, closer to seven days or sooner. Now, again, that's something that fluctuates throughout the time of year. And again, we'll, when we get to produce season, that will change yet again. So just the fluctuations that we see. Keep in mind, Molly, you're asking three Oregonians
2: here what they think about the winter weather. We just got through a weekend of what I call fake spring, two days of sunshine, and we're about to go into second winter. Yeah. So all sorts <laughs> of kind of... Trans- things that don't speed up transportation are going to continue to fall longer. And I'm a big snow sports guy. I don't know if anyone listening is into skiing or snowboarding. That's one of my passions. And really, the whole winter has been delayed, very late everywhere yes. across the West. East Coast is getting some good action. But Western U.S. has been very late. And we still haven't had a big phenomenon of snow. I think the bulk of winter is further back this year than it is typically. Which is great in terms of building. January was very positive for a lot of people to finish up jobs. But I do expect somewhere in the next 60 days, we're going to be in a, oh my God, I can't believe we're back in this kind of weather
3: pattern on the way. So just keep that in your back pocket. I mean, I always obviously root for the team here to always be right. And, you know, the things that we're saying will, you know, be an accurate. This is one time that I, I hope he's wrong. <laughs> I, I absolutely hope he's wrong. I know he likes to go up to the mountain and, and uh, enjoy snow sports, but I don't care.
0: Uh, well, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that Justin isn't more offended by the fact that Ken called him an Oregonian. True. He's a Californian. Woodlands what, what transplant.
3: transplant. Uh, and, and I'd say the out of the U.S., I'd say transportation for the most part, year over a year, has been probably one of the more non discussion yeah. points. It just – Everything's kind of moving how it should be. We had a couple of glitches there with rail for a second, but outside of that, it's the one thing that we took with us post pandemic is higher freight rates that have not seemed to ever adjusted back down. So one, one, uh, one thing, some things held on there, right? And that's one of the lumber prices adjusted back down, but the freight rates never did. Well, freight rates <laughs> and
0: log prices never went back down. They, no, They've remained high. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like things are looking pretty good in the market. What advice do you have for component manufacturers for the next couple of weeks?
0: It is a good time. I feel like a broken record. I know I missed the last the last cast because Ken and I were, were on a business trip. But literally every, what did we see? Probably 100 buyers over the yeah. course of those days yeah. that we were down there. All said the same thing. And Justin mentioned it. We we talked about it here a few minutes ago, just in time. 30 to 45 days worth of inventory and none of them felt any need to to change that uh, because they've been able to be serviced this way for however long that that we've been doing this, year and a half, uh, year and a half plus since they've had to do it any differently. The the big changes have not really happened yet. And I think that the boat's going to turn slowly or the ship's going to turn slowly. Um, but I think that turn has started. Again, I, I always say the caveat that I'm talking about what's out west here. It's, it's looking very much like mill, mills that that are running are being able to create order files, especially on a Doug fur product. A lot of those files are now out into the, the third, fourth week of February. And again, those guys that, that we were seeing face-to-face and telling us they had 30 to 45 days worth of inventory, well, they need to be ordering every couple of weeks to keep up with that. And now those order files have kicked out beyond that point um, in a lot of cases, which is going to be a different feeling for them coming into the spring buy it always happens. And I think that that in terms of the the speed of it this year, again, I think it'll have to be a little more drawn out and slow, as I mentioned, the, the slow ship turn, but that's something that, that they need to be aware of. And I, I believe, and I'll let these guys give their opinion, I think that the best time to do that is sooner than later because inevitably after the first rounds of of buying are done everybody else tries to run through the door at the same time and anybody who's tried to leave a sports venue or a, a concert when the crowd goes it's it's tough and it gets log jammed and you know nobody has a real good time with that so that that would be my opinion and like i said i'll let these guys give theirs
3: I feel like it always ends up like on this part is like, why you should buy wood today. And I think that's just how we're programmed as, uh, as lumber traders. But there's always an opportunity lying in, in either direction of the market. Down markets, great opportunity to take advantage, make some offers, buy some lumber below probably where you should and where the market's being traded at. Right now, we're in a pivot point in the market. And hey, you don't have to buy today. If you feel good about your inventory and can ride it out for 45, 60 days, that's probably your next opportunity to, to step back into the market. If not, today's quote unquote high prices, if that's the way you see it, will be tomorrow's values. So I expect a solid a solid streak of, of upprints. So today's a great day to buy some lumber.
1: All right. Well, with that I think we've wrapped up our episode for the week. Justin, Ken, Jeff. Thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together, albeit brief, and look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection.
0: Thanks, Molly. Thanks, guys. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.